right, folks, welcome back. This is Mark Steiner, and now we're about to have a conversation with one of the most talented people here at WEAA, a young woman. <laughs> Yori Adigzua, who yes. is here in the studio. Yori, good to see you. Thank you for having me, Mark. I'm and, glad to be here. And she's also, of course, producer director here, and uh, and uh, produce, helps produce Sean Yost's first edition. Yes. And is also producer director of a Kata Web docu series. Yes. Just got back from Nigeria. Yes, I did. Her father's Fresh homeland. Off Fresh <laughs> off the plane from her father's homeland. Yes. So, um, and you wrote to me, but you know, a couple of weeks back, and before you left from Nigeria, wanting to talk about this project, Akata. Yes. Right. Yeah. So talk. But first, let's take a step backwards. Sure. Right. You. Yes. So your your father's Nigerian. Yes. Your mom is African American, um, Black American. Yeah. You, and you grew up in that white world out in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's okay right. when you say it, right? right, right. No. <laughs> yes. Born right. and raised in Portland, Oregon, and um, definitely had an interesting experience. Yes. But um, it's home. I always say Portland raised me, but Baltimore made me. But, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about this film. I mean, and what Akata and what that means? Because that, yeah. that's a word you've been wrestling with. Yes. Right? So let me say that you know, being having a mother that's African American and father that's Nigerian. I've been able to kind of be what I like to call like a secret agent. Like I get to hear <laughs> all the pros and cons that um, each other say about each other. Um, so I could be sitting in a room and if Nigerians don't or Africans um, overall don't realize that I'm Nigerian, um, I mean, they'll say things that I'm like, oh, my goodness, like you're literally talking about me in a sense and then um, vice versa. And so uh, that's always been in my heart as far as unity goes. That's always been in my heart. And then one step further, um, as I came to Morgan, when I came to um, Morgan State University, I was a part of ASA, African Student Association. Uh -huh. I was on the e-board and we would have different discussions and conversations. And the discussion came up about um, whether or not black Americans know struggle. Um, you know, they don't understand what we've gone through. They don't understand what my parents had to do, what they had to do in order to come to America and this and that. And um, I understood the plight. I understood your story. I understand your stand. Um, but at the same time, you're not understanding. You're not hearing the other side of whom you're saying doesn't understand struggle. And that's a problem that I have. So um, essentially, the word Akata would come up in conversation. And I always kind of heard it. A-K-A-T-A. -A. Akata. Mm -hmm. Yes. Akata. So I always heard the word, but wasn't really sure exactly what it meant. Kind of in context. Like, you think you know what it is, but what does this really mean? And so... Um, I got kind of frustrated as I realized, like, I think I know what this means. So I asked a friend um, who was born and raised in, in, in Nigeria, and he said it means, oh, well, you know, it kind of just means like how you say black, you know, black people, you know. And I'm like, well, most of the time when you hear a, a parent saying, you know, using the word, it's never in a good connotation. Usually it's. You know, don't come home with a kata. Don't go to school acting like a kata. Oh, like no. a black American. Exactly. Right. And so we can say, some people will say, oh, it doesn't mean anything harmful. But at the same time, usually when I'm hearing it personally, it's always saying a negative content. So mm -hmm. I had a problem with that. And so originally. You can slip into that Nigerian thing really quick, can't you? You said? You say you can slip into that Nigerian <laughs> thing really quick. It's a little more polished than, than the rest of my brothers and sisters. But yes, it's there. It's there. Um, yeah. Um, so I think. Um, what I decided to do was 
initially I was very offended by the word and I wanted to put this word on blast. I just wanted to put on blast and I wanted people to know about it so we could ban it. Um, But as I grew and as I matured, one as a person and as a woman and as a Nigerian and as a documentarian, I realized that it is not my job to push, just push an agenda. It's more so my job to show, put put something on display and let you decide whether it should be used or not. I have to be objective. I shouldn't be subjective. So I had to learn that. And so I've been working on this for a really long time. So I started working on this here at Morgan in 2008, 2010. When you were still a student. I was still a student. And Mm -hmm. M.K. Asante, whom a lot of people know and love, um, was was one of my professors. And um, I told him I was working on a project. I told him the title. And he was like, um, the title is kind of, I love what you want to do. But the title is kind of, you need something short and sweet. You get straight to the point, you know, the shorter the better. I'm just like, what? Like, And then as soon as he said it, it just came. And I was like, Akata? And he was like, yes, yes. What does that uh-huh, mean? And he just wanted uh-huh. to know more. Right. And so, um, yeah, so that's kind of how this birthed. But eventually, like I said, as I grew and as I matured, the what's interesting is not only did I grow and, and, and change, this word, I realized, transformed itself. This word has transformed, and that's what this documentary is now about. It's a docu series. It's not just a documentary anymore. It's a docu series. What does that mean? And so it's a three. It's in three parts. Uh huh. Or technically, it's in multiple parts. But I'm deciding to just do it in three parts. So the first um, episode will air October first. Oh, is... you're that far down. Yeah, I've been working on this for a long time. I know, but I didn't realize you were getting ready to. Do... Okay. Oh yeah. I read all your stuff. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, October first, right. which is Nigerian Independence Day, so that symbolizes uh, okay. liberation. Um, so that will air um, on YouTube. And um, it introduces you to me, my family. I'm the vehicle through everything, kind of showing you the kind of interracial discrimination that I had to go through um, and what my parents went through as a couple and um, things like that. And so eventually you realize that this word has changed over time. So originally this word, um, and I can't give it all because then you wouldn't watch the documentary, right? Yes, but this would. word, <laughs> the, uh, the the original definition in written form anyway, it's a Yoruba word. And it um, was translated from Yoruba to English in its first Yoruba dictionary in, I believe, 1854, 1854, its first publication. Um, and so, like I said, the word has changed. And three dictionaries within, like, 15 years, it changed over time. So I have a theory that I'm going to explain throughout the documentary. Um, but currently, as we hear the word now, it's being used to describe African Americans. In a negative sense. And from my perspective, yes. No, no. But I've, I've interviewed so many people who beg to differ, which 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 enlightened because me. Because it probably can be both. It depends on how it's used. Exactly. The tone of voice. Exactly. How you're saying it, who the you're nature. saying it to, and what you're saying it about. Exactly. Exactly. So this is we're going to take a short break because it's almost time for news, right? And so uh, we're going to come back from the news break. We're going to continue, close our conversation now with Iori to hear more about this film, about her work, about this juxtaposition between being a Nigerian-American and African-American, what those worlds mean. And I think most of us who uh, know the world and know our communities know that um, there is this conflict that takes place, but also this love and passion that takes place. And that's the bridge we're talking about. So stay with us and we learn more about Akata. Stay with us. Welcome back, folks. This is Mark Steiner, 
right here on the Mark Steiner Show and your source for cool jazz and more. WEAA 88.9 FM. It's the voice of the community. I'm just laughing because of the creaking sound of the microphone. Because I'm a producer and I absolutely hate it when people touch the mic and do all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, I'm very perfect. I'm a perfectionist. So that's why I had to look at Dre like, hey. So anyway. That is the voice of a Euro. Of a Yuri. <laughs> Odigi Zuwa, who is um, a producer here at WEA, producer first edition and producer director of Akata Web docuseries that we've been talking about that bridges the worlds between her life with a father who's Nigerian and a mother who's African-American and what those worlds are saying in this three-part series she's producing. Right. That comes out October the 1st. So... um, Two things. I mean, what were you mentioning before, just as we are going on the air about another film? That- yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think from my understanding and from my research, Sugar Hill, a film by Barry Cooper in 1993 yeah. with Wesley Snipes, um, was the first kind of public, kind of formal introduction to the word akata. Because in the film, Wesley, uh-huh. right, Wesley, he's talking to a few, I believe, Nigerians. And... And he says, you know, my brother says that you guys want to do business with. And he's like, no, no, we don't want to do any business with Akata. Oh. And that's what he's like. Oh, that's Akata, right. I forgot about what? That. Right, what right, is right. that? Uh-huh. And then he says, you know, black American, cotton pickup. And then he <laughs> gives it to him, you know. And so I think from there, a lot of people got woke, so to speak, and realized like, okay, this word, African-Americans, that is, realized whenever they would hear the word like, oh, I know what that means. You can't say that. You know what I mean? And so... I personally think that the word is kind of used so that you can mask when you're talking about African-Americans, whether good or bad. Right, right. Um, and so I, I talk about that a little bit. In the, in the well, how much do you think that um, this history itself between the colonial experience experienced by most Africans mm-hmm. and the enslavement experience ex- experienced by the African diaspora is part of, is at the heart of that? Absolutely. I mean, it literally... it. The fact that you have to decide how you're going to call a people um, to mean that they're different from you lets you know right there that there's some separation. And that separation was created a long time ago, like you said, through slavery. And so the fact that some people can, in the film, like, and, and if Barry Cooper is listening, I want to interview you, sir. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why did you decide to use um, this word in your film? How did you even know about it? Where did you learn about this word? Because clearly you associated it with cotton picker you associated with you're different than us you're not us you don't know who you are and so that's what and that's one of the other definitions like i said i've interviewed so many people and another definition that i've gotten is um wild fox that is a yoruba word meaning like wild fox or stray cat away from home you don't know who you are you don't know who you belong to that's interesting right that's very interesting yeah Uh uh-huh so i think that to answer your question yes has a lot to do with this is Yoruba, yeah, yeah, yeah Yoruba, Yoruba. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so you've got this first part coming out on October the first, mm-hmm. um, and what about the rest? You talked, you talked a little bit about a foundation you're trying to create and finishing this film. So, where are you taking all this? So, I hope to do what what I'm looking to do. So, the first episode is 45 minutes, and then um, in November we'll do the next one. In December we'll do the next one. Well, that, um, that, okay, right. And with the proper support, we can continue to do this because this is not a, just a topic about Africans and African Americans. This topic goes far beyond African Americans. You know, like I said, being um, raised in Portland, Oregon, I grew up in a very diverse, you know, um, community. 
My high school is full of Asians and and um, white um, folks, Native Americans, <laughs> and Native right? Americans, Hispanics, everybody. Right. Right. And so some of my Korean friends would say, you know, like a lot of people don't consider me Korean because I don't know the language or only went one time or things like that. So this topic is not just for us, um, and it can explore explore beyond um, Africans and African-Americans and, and black, um, the black community. But what I hope to do is um, when it comes to funding, if people would love to support me, um, I don't want the money. The money is going to my team. The money is going to um, my editor who has been helping me work with this for so long. He has been doing an amazing job. Shout out to Mansa Johnson. He's an amazing person. That's he like is my brother. He well. was, yep. Mm-hmm. He graduated from Morgan as well. And, um, it would be to help him, to pay him, and then to get better equipment for each episode as we move further. Um, and also for fees as far as, like, trying to um, apply to film festivals or trying to apply for um, submitting our film to different organizations that do have costs. So things like that. Um, and then also um, there has been something that I've been wanting to birth for years, but I just always said, oh, maybe that'll be a little bit later after I dip into my career for a while first. But maybe the time is now. Um, but there's an organization called The Ultimate Benefit where I want to do benefit concerts for um, people who are at disadvantages all over the world, starting in Africa, Nigeria, and Jamaica. My best friend is Jamaican, so I have a passion for Jamaica as well. Um, but we want to be able to um, – I think a lot of times, sometimes when you donate money to something, you're like, is it, re- is it really going there? Or can I really see something tangible? And what I always told myself is if I could – if if, if if money would allow me to, I would like to actually go and do the work myself. Go and oversee it and make sure it's being done. Do what kind of work? It, whatever needs to be done, uh-huh. right? So specifically for this first, every year it would be different. Every year it will be a different community. Every year it will be a different country or city. So this year. But in the diaspora, in the African world? Or are you talking about just all period? Period, uh-huh. absolutely. So the first places would be close to home, obviously. Nigeria, like I said, Jamaica, um, Baltimore. Like I said, Baltimore um, uh, made me. Um, Portland, different areas that I know need and um, hmm. need something. And, and it wouldn't stop there. So, but more for um, for the next year, the money would go towards um, helping families with school fees. Um, for their children. A lot in, of people don't in Nigeria. in Nigeria. So I had the opportunity to go back and meet and see some of my siblings and um, be able to provide some things for them. Um, and it was you know, it was just such a blessing to be able to do that. And so I know it felt good for me on the inside. And I know people who wanted to decide to um, support Agata can be able to do that as well. So what it would look like is going to some of these schools, connecting with some of my aunts and people that I know in Nigeria who know schools and know families that need support, and you would adopt a family and support maybe a year. You'd be surprised how much it costs. It's like little for us, but a lot for them for maybe a year or maybe six months of worth of fees for school fees for a family. Um, It's $1 to 300-something Naira, and it fluctuates every day. While I was in Nigeria um, last week, you know, one day it was 319. The next day it was 365. The next day it was 340. So it fluctuates literally every day. And, and even sometimes throughout the day. <laughs> you know, even sometimes throughout the day. So, so now how do folks get in touch? Yes, you can go to akatadoc um, at gmail.com. You can go akatadoc, A K A T A D O C. At, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yes, you can also go to akatayunity on Facebook. 
and on um, Instagram on IG. Which is where you all can see the little trailer of your film, right? Exactly. Yes, go see the trailer. Tell me what you think. I, I like love it. the trailer. Really, yeah. I, I, I showed it to Calvin this morning. Yeah. As we were Again, shout out to Manson Johnson. He did an amazing job. It was job. really good. Yeah, I, he's I, great. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real tight butt critic when it comes to things like that. Mm-hmm. And Me I, too. I, I, I really <laughs> we like, sat down for a while I to do some tweaks, but he, he's no, awesome. It was, it was really nice. Yeah. So I can't wait to see the film. October 1st. Yes, is October 1st, yes. Um, and even, well, even if we won't be live on air at WEA anymore at that point, we will do our <laughs> podcast and have you before we do that yes, and, and do absolutely. all that. We will have Thank all that you. happening. So, Because yes. I think it's, you're a very talented woman and uh, you're doing some really important work. Oh, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. I love you, Mark. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> well, we'll miss you too. I have to say we'll that publicly. Thank you. Yes. Yore Odigizua is in the house and director of Akata <laughs> Web docuseries. You hear her name uh, on Sean Yost's First edition every night, and I uh, should check that show out tonight as well. You're very good to have you in the house. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks again, Mark. I appreciate you. Good luck you. with this. This is fantastic. I'm very excited. <laughs> Thank you. We can take a short break. When we come back, Chauncey Whitehead and Miss Ernestine Shepard, Rhonda Silva in the house. Time to get healthy. Don't go away. <laughs> 